scripture lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark. And let us hear Mark's version of the resurrection. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus' body. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has been raised, he is not here. Look, there is the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for your word proclaimed. And yet we know that your word is not yet complete. For you have yet to rise fully in our hearts and in our lives and in this world. So enliven our imaginations, open our souls, that we may hear again and rise with Christ to the new life you desire. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen Let all the angels praise God. Praise God in the highest heaven. Today is the day of resurrection. It is also another day what other day is this today? April Fool's Day. Once in a very great while, Easter falls on April Fool's Day. Only three times will that happen in this century. But somehow, I think it is fitting. Because today, God has fooled us all. We all knew that Jesus was dead in the tomb. Everyone was sure that his life had ended. It was over. We thought that death had won the day. He was gone, and he would never be with us again. But this morning, the tomb is empty. Jesus was dead, but now he is alive. 
His life is not over. Jesus is not gone. He is here, alive, and with us now. It is as if God says, April fools, death has not won. Christ is alive and risen among us. Yet, I would imagine that most of us do not like being fooled. I'm sure there are some April Fool's jokes that did not make us very happy. We don't like anyone to make a fool of us. Fools are gullible or naive or a bit dim. And maybe when you heard this gospel story from the Gospel of Mark, you thought it was a joke. For just a moment, maybe you thought you were a fool to come to church this morning to hear about women leaving the tomb and saying nothing to anyone. The story doesn't end. Maybe the women didn't want to be foolish. Who would believe the women at the tomb? In Mark's gospel, they don't say anything. In Luke's gospel, the women proclaim this to the men and the women are accused of telling idle tales. They don't believe them. Who would believe that someone would rise from the dead? Maybe only fools. Will we be foolish enough to see how Mark's gospel continues? It does not have an ending. The last word in the gospel of Mark is a conjunction. We have to go back to the beginning as the angel tells us. Go to Galilee. Jesus is waiting for you. Galilee is the beginning. It is the beginning of the gospel. It is the beginning of the story. It is where Jesus began his ministry. Galilee is where Jesus first meets people who are struggling or who are sick. People who are stuck. People who, in all appearances, are dead. This is where Jesus takes the hand of a woman with a high fever and raises her up. That day... This is the place where Jesus takes the hand of a man who could not move, who was on the ground. And Jesus takes his hand and lifts him up so he can walk. This is the place where Jesus lifts up the status of children because other people will shoo them away. This is the place where the blind have their eyes opened to new truths of the love of God. The angel says, go to the beginning. Go back to the beginning of the story. Go to the places in the world, in your hearts, in your neighborhoods, in your families. Go to those places that are struggling. Go to those places deadened by fear or sadness or shackled by shame or scorn. Go to the places 
immobilized by pain or disempowered by injustice. Go, for there you will see Jesus, just as he told you. Be an Easter fool. Expect resurrection, anticipate new life, insist on resurrection. I have been taking a walk through Galilee in preparation for my sermon today. And I tell you, Galilee is full of resurrection. This past week, I have seen a friend helping another friend rise up out of addiction. The addiction has caused great suffering for him and his family. But something has shifted. And it seems that at this moment, he is ready. And all of his friends have come around. And after so many years, his friends and he are foolish enough to struggle for new life, to be free for a life of health and joy. I look around Galilee, and I see a man who could barely walk. It was so painful. So painful, every step hurt. And he was foolish enough to go through very painful surgery and rehabilitation. But now stand steady on new knees. This, my friends, is the resurrection of the body. Don't ever let me hear you say you do not believe in the resurrection of the body because it happens all around us all the time. My husband was telling me a story about his mother and specifically his sister. Velma was known for daffodils. Her husband died from cancer. And every year, Velma raised money for the American Cancer Society by selling daffodils. And if you ever met Velma, you would know that she is tenacious, to say the least. If you saw Velma coming around daffodil season, if you did not want to buy 20 or $50 worth of daffodils, you had best run in the opposite direction. <laughs> Velma sold thousands of daffodils. She won awards year after year for all of the money she raised by selling daffodils. Two years ago, little more than two years ago, she passed away. And a year ago, one of her daughters, Lucille, dug a trench in their front yard. And then she took a little bit of her mother's ashes and sprinkled them in the dirt and mixed it all together. And in the dirt, she planted some bulbs, daffodil bulbs. And last week, they bloomed for the first time. Out of death rises up new life and beauty and joy. 
Can we be foolish enough to count this as resurrection? I look around Galilee and I see a friend who retires from a really wonderful career but absolutely burnt out and exhausted and she thinks that she has retired and this is rest, it's done. But someone asks her to teach a class at the local college and she falls in love with teaching and falls in love with her students and applies for the full-time teaching position because it brings her alive. There is a peace, a joy, and new life rising. My daughter has a high school student friend who recently changed her name. Her name was Jessica, but she never felt like Jessica or even like a girl. And so at some point she began to try life as a boy, as Aiden. And this shy young person is like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. The one who was so quiet is talkative and making new friends and coming alive and everyone can see that he is really happy. For the first time he feels like himself and who he is supposed to be, who God made him to be. And all of his friends and his family see it and they know that this is new life rising. This is the resurrection. On Valentine's Day, some really terrible things happened. Children died, 14 of them along with their teachers. And we have heard over and over and over again that when these things happen at schools, nothing will change. But there are some very foolish young people who are foolish enough to take on the power of death and demand resurrection. And through them, millions of fools have risen up to march in the streets, demanding a new culture, insisting on life, refusing to allow death to have the final word. Even as we look this week to the 50th anniversary of the death of Martin Luther King Jr., we see a spirit of justice rising up. This is resurrection, no joke, Christ is alive. Christ is here. Christ is among us, raising us to new life. I think that the greatest fool of all today is God. Because God loves 
this broken and struggling and often sinful humanity, sometimes bent on death, God loves us over and over and over and through the most powerful love raises us to new life, even at the end. New life. God's love is extravagant. God will stop at nothing. To all of our sin and all of our death, God says no. The resurrection is God's yes to life. So today, let us be fools. Let us be Easter fools, expecting to see the resurrection, anticipating resurrection, insisting that the tomb be empty and that new life rise. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Let all the angels praise God Praise God in the highest heaven. Today is the day of resurrection. Amen.